Welcome back to the X-Files podcast by LSG Media. I'm Dean. I'm Josh. And on this week's episode, we're talking season one, episode 22, Born Again. Dude, this episode, this episode, man, I might have my first, uh, coming out strong, Josh, I might have my first didn't like it. Well, well, actually, so I've been, I've been re-listening. We already had one didn't like it. Oh, did we? Yeah, we did. I'm getting ready for a, a oh, little, trivia. um, nice. yeah, a little trivia game. Well, which, which one did it, did we not like? <laughs> let's play the, let's play the X-Files trivia game. <laughs> Because <laughs> that right was one of the now. questions, and if you're one of the hosts and you don't know, then I think we're. I'd fucked. have to. I'd have to go back and look through the apps. Well, let's uh, let's think about it. Uh, season one. Let's see. Season one didn't like it. Episodes. Um, do you want me to give you a quick rundown on your options? I'm lo- I'm flipping through now. Darkness falls. Shapes. I think we like shapes. <laughs> yeah. Warmer. Um, Warmer. Maybe we didn't like Lazarus. Well, actually, oh, I gender to... bender. Oh, yep. fire! Oof. Keep going. Keep... Oh, Angel was kind of dumb. Space. Mm, you got get it. fucked. <laughs> space. Fucking fuck you, space. Space, which was both a bad episode and a bad recording. Yeah, that was one doubly, where I. Yeah. Remember, I, I had to do that computer reset, and uh, I do. it reset it to uh, defaults, and I was recording off my um, dude. I remember computer mic. Yeah, and I was like, sounded like shit. I sounded like, like I was a, I sounded like I was a private eye listening in on your fucking personal conversations. <laughs> I was like, this is weird. It sounded so bizarro, world. Yeah, there's God nothing, damn it. nothing good about that. Yeah. Well, we're here. Yeah, we are here. Do you want to go? Do you want to go right in to the fourteenth precinct? The, the one, one four. four? <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Shut up! The one four. You're in Buffalo, bro. <laughs> you know, can Canada just annex Buffalo? Is that a thing they can do? Oh, I trade it. Why I not? Would, I would, I would trade it, not even for other territory. I would trade it for, I trade it for like a a good buffalo wings recipe. You know what I would trade it for? For every Canadian to stop commenting on American politics. <laughs> can we do that? You can have Portland too. Yeah, just take the whole, just, well, yeah, fuck it. It's fine. Let's draw a new line, a little bit lower. By the way, what'd you think of, uh, what'd you think of old uh, Detective Horseface over here? <laughs> she old, was on uh... the case. <laughs> <laughs> but not really. She looks exactly like Fran Drescher, except for the voice. Yeah, which, she was in Friends. This girl, I guess, had a repeating role in Friends. I saw that in the in the comments, and I guess I didn't watch Friends enough. I thought Me I neither. watched. <laughs> I, I felt like Friends was one of the shows you just everybody saw, like Seinfeld, kind of. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I remember watching Friends all the time, but I just I, there's so many. Like they they were talking about, I'm, I'm looking at like the character she played, and I'm like, yep, nope, nope, doesn't remind me of anything. Yeah, what are the names in this fucking episode? Barbal Barbala, Detective Barbala, Lazard, Barbarella. No shit, right? Lizard and Barbarella. Lizard and Barbarella. 
Fiori. Yeah. Fiori's yeah. a good name. But they're all just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. This is like some gangland, like New York City shit, but you're. But you're, you're in Buffalo, Buffalo, boss? and nobody cares. And they talk like this bitch talks like such a New Yorker. You can hear her trying to like hide her accent. Yeah. Yeah. The old 1 4. The old 1 4. Yeah. 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 The old, how's your father? Yeah. She's so full of it. She's full of piss and vinegar. Also, what a weird open. Like, we see their cute little banter, you know. <laughs> you know, the shit that gets you arrested now. Or you have to sit in a group in like a gymnasium somewhere and talk about your feelings if you talk like this now, I guess. <laughs> I don't know, dude. But it's uh it's it's pretty bad. You know what? And not not even like there were episodes I remember as bad. Man, we've used this term before, but I will uh, reapply it with a with a fresh sticker. Is forgettable. Yeah, man. I don't think I. Gotta be honest with you. Don't remember it, dude. Of all the episodes we have talked about in season one, and we are pretty close to the finish line. This is the one that I remembered the least about. Because it's not. Hands down. <laughs> it's not. It's not the poor man. By the way, this poor man's Tony Day. Tony Danza. How you doing, broads? I like your real tight high jeans there. I can get around the horse face. Hey, he's like a poor man's Tony Danza. This guy, right, dude? Uh, I'm glad that lawyer died quick, dude. That was the best. Yeah, but I don't want to get to that yet. But I just what? So the lady can't do police work. She's like, I can't get anything on. What, the fucking eight-year-old is stonewalling you? What is she, James Cagney? What the fuck? You can't get her to say anything? Oh, God. God damn it. So then she leaves the interrogation room, and he sits in there alone with her. That's so... All right, girls, help me out. <laughs> girls don't do this. They stay with a little kid. They're concerned. They're not just like, you do it. <laughs> like, that's such not an instinct, man. And like, is there not wrong a about more- that? Is there not a more appropriate room than an interrogation room? I feel like you just wouldn't. Like, like, By the way, what a shit interrogation room without window. <laughs> Fuck, well, man. Buffalo. You only have so much going on to Yeah, what's to work going with. on? Some fucking NFL fan broke a table and hurt himself by jumping on it. You see those idiots? <laughs> That's what they do in Buffalo. They jump off of their trucks onto tables and break them. <laughs> well, okay. Hey, I don't know. Ask Manny. He'll tell you. He knows everything about Buffalo, and he's in Puerto Rico, which is amazing, by the way. But I'm getting off the beaten path here. So old horse face and poor Tony Danza. Poor Tony Danza. Like, oh, kid. Hey, ah. He's hey, ow. Oh, ouch. Onto the fucking car he goes. And uh, she calls in an X-File. Because... Yeah, this was kind of cool. This was one of the, the first refer- times... The reference to Tombs was sweet. Yeah, and that's, like, it's very rare that there's an X-File that, like, starts from a personal connection. First mm. time in season one and one of the few times ever that I can think of <clears throat> without, like, going back beat to beat off every fucking episode. But, like, it's always Mulder sniffs something out or maybe, like, maybe somebody tips Mulder off to something, but we never see it from this perspective where somebody's, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. The work you did with the Tombs case. I know somebody in Baltimore. That was kind of a cool thing. Yeah. I was like, oh, all right. Her, her brother is a cop there. Yep, yep. That was the whole birth of it. 
Um, yep. So we're, so we're anyway, already using up the good things we have to say about the episode. I think there's two. I think there's another good thing. Huh. I'm thinking of it right now. I might be able to find a third. But um, old lizard here says uh, she said there was another man in the room. Oh huh. well, well shit. Well, quick, let's. Should we get a composite sketch of that? Yeah, let's go. Let's go have this guy draw Freddie fucking Mercury. Oh, you fucker! <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> yeah, you can't. Uh, you can't beat that reference because that can't is hundred percent uh, Freddie Mercury. Yeah. Well, I don't know. They gotta. So before we get to this, before we get to the sketch, there's some there's some things happening here that I need to get a leap. I got to see if I can I can stretch across that chasm of logic. I might be able to. So anyway, Lizard says, I was right outside. I'm telling you, there's nobody else in there, right? Mulder says, so you didn't get a description of who the kid saw. I'm telling you, there's nobody else. She's insistent that there's nobody else. That guy only liked himself looking in the mirrors, right? That's Tony yes. Danza. What are you going to do? Hey. It's yeah. Buffalo. Hey. Hey, it's, She's, it's Chinatown, Jake. Hey, it's, it's Buffalo. Yeah, hey, it's Buffalo. And she said, like, some of the dialogues is bad. They're like, I don't have to believe anymore. You know, eight years have been on this force. Nobody says that. No. It, it, there, there's a I've lot. never heard a cop in my life say, I've been on the force for this many years. <laughs> they don't say that in real life, dude. It's like, the, the, who, who wrote this episode, by the way? I didn't even look. I can tell you right now, in two shakes of a lambs. Chris Carter created it. Howard <sighs> Gordon, who hated it, by the way. He hated his own work. <laughs> I did. Re- I did. I'm not even joking. I read that. Howard Gordon, who's never met a police officer ever. <laughs> well, his name's Howard Gordon. Police don't <laughs> stop guys with that name, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a big, big part of the problem. I think just of this episode is that so much of it is about like this, like department, and the police, and the the internal workings, and all of that shit. Hmm. It's like so not authentic. Which is funny because your boy wrote a bunch of 24 eps. Mr. Gordon. Can you believe it? No shit. He wrote some more X-Files too, apparently. Zero Sums, uh, Unrequited, Kadish, Teleco. I don't even know if I've seen any of those. Kadish. Kadish. Fucking Kadish. Kadish. Tyrant, Homeland he wrote. That's funny. Beauty and the yep. Beast. That's one where uh, Sarah Connor fucks the fucking bear man. <laughs> Did you ever see that show? Beauty and the Beast? She fucks a bear guy. There's a TV show? Yeah, dude, in the 80s, the late 80s. No. My stepmom loved it. Wait, said, is it not like Beauty and the Beast? Like, No, it is. Like TV Disney series. Beast? Yeah. Beauty and the Beast? Sarah Connor fucks him. Beauty and the Beast. <laughs> what did I call it? You called the Beauty and the Beast. Oh, that's what it is. There's a TV show. There was a TV show in 89. Huh. 88, 89, 90. No kidding. Yeah. How do, you, how do you stretch that beyond two hours? I don't know. He just fucks her in the cave, I guess. <laughs> I guess. Or he hides. You know, it's so, it's so outrageous, right? Yeah. Like, if yeah. I was like, I want to fuck a tiger girl, you guys would all judge me. But, oh, no, <laughs> fucking Sarah Connor wants to fuck the handsome beast man. By the way, beast my ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, he's no garçon. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, I'm yeah. not saying I want to fuck a tiger girl. I do want to say that this episode, though, is, is a something. beast. Hey, yo. Hey. Hey. Yeah. Anyway, so um, where Sketch are we time. Are, are we 
sketch time. Have we, have we met? Um, who's the mom here? What's her name? The, I just call her the, Michelle? the girl's mom. Michelle's the kid. No, Michelle's the daughter. Who's the uh, Ms. Judy. Bishop? Yeah, Judy. Judy Bishop. Yeah, she's really she's really pretty close with her daughter emotionally, yeah, right? I guess. Yeah, <laughs> she scares me sometimes. Yeah, okay. I mean, you got a fucking problem with this kid. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> She's got a problem with this kid. Can you imagine what it would be like to to have, you know, have a child that you have zero connection with? Yeah. That you, you don't connect with, that frightens you? This this came close on the heels of, you know the last thing I watched before I watched this X-Files episode for the, for the show? What? Was, what? I said, do you know the last thing I watched before I watched this? Oh, I don't. This episode, um, Hereditary. Yes. <laughs> so. Oh, please tell me you had a perk in you. I, I was, I think, <laughs> one day. Ultimately terrifying. Holy, one day off the perk. shit. <laughs> but it was, uh, first of all, it's fucking, that movie is awesome. It rules. It was awesome. <laughs> but um, had a hard time dealing with young Michelle here. On, on the follow-up of that, and the mother, I'm like, oh, God, <laughs> it's the mother. It's the mother. She's definitely going to be the mother. Right. Because <laughs> I completely forgot about mm. anything about this episode. Dude. Um, Hell yeah. 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 So, yeah, we get the uh, we get. She's the sitting there with her pearl necklace. I mean, you know, it's like. In, in this giant fucking manor that she lives in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the way, it's a Gaston, not Garcon. Garcon is boy or something, or waiter, right? Doesn't oh, yeah. Pulp Fiction teach us that? Yep. But um, that's from Eliza M. <clears throat> yeah, she looks, um, I don't know. She, You know who she looks like? You know what the mom looks like? Right? Are you ready for this? <laughs> Please. She looks like the one you see on the internet article that's like, you know, math teacher fucks seventeen year old boy. <laughs> this is her because she's hot enough, right? And it That's never her. looks splashy. It always looks like yeah, yeah. Always a matte finish. They always make her cheeks look a little, a little bit too bright. I could see that. No wonder her daughter's pissed. Yeah, that's what happens. That's this lady for sure. Yeah, but um, she has some pretty disturbing things to say about her kid. Yeah, disturbing things about your kid, like. That is cool. Michelle is the problem. Michelle is the problem. <laughs> How My do you daughter mean? is the problem. She's a disturbed child. Oh, I know this sounds terrible to say, but the truth is that sometimes she frightens me. Frightens you? She's not like other girls, Agent Scully. Tell me. She just doesn't have any friends, doesn't smile, breaks my heart that I can't comfort her. Start with a hug. Start there. <laughs> hey, not a mom, but seriously, start there. She says that she sees things I can't see. She hears people yelling in her head. Okay. In that case, just hold her under the bath. (laughs) Yeah. Fuck, man. Keep the tribe safe, you know? I mean, granted, you you seem incredibly emotionally frigid, Mrs. Bishop. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. But... Doesn't get more frigid than Bishop. Bishop. Yeah. Android. Android name. Yeah. Initiating child comfort program. Mm, Initiate Freddie Mercury. (laughs) Murder. Murder bot. (laughs) Error. Mm, error. But uh, we're divorced. Shocker. Yeah, we're divorced. Um, this is the man, Michelle says. She saw the police station. Do you recognize him? No, I don't. He looks like that man in that burned queen. 
but that's not him. Yeah, but um, big surprise here. Michelle, who seems so well adjusted, already has a psychiatrist. That makes sense. Twice a week, by the way. That's some aggressive treatment. <laughs> well, <laughs> you got to nip that shit in the bud. Yeah, I would just put her in maybe three days. Go for a three day split, like a workout routine. You know, Monday you push, Wednesday you pull, Friday you do legs, right? <laughs> I think I think one year of that not working, and then you send her some sort of like shrink camp. Like, can I think you send it's a, a kid a to like sleep a shrink away. camp. Yeah, yeah. you got to sleep them away. Cause... Like, still stay at home on the weekends. Want you to know you have a home here, but yeah. This... I mean, if not, it's a fire. We got to set a fire in the house. <laughs> you know, yeah. Origami, by the way. Very exotic. Dude, 90s as Holy fuck. shit. Do you know how many retards bought origami <laughs> books at the bookstore I worked at? So many, dude. Do you have any books on origami and feng shui? Yeah, right over there near the How to Kill Yourself books. I remember Read making origami in class in the 90s. Like no in, kidding. In, yeah. That's sick. Did you make yeah. origami dicks and shit? <laughs> I never Come got on. that good. Never what? got good enough at it. I just threw paper airplanes, and you know, you put the paper clip on them so they really hurt. <laughs> when you fucking you dive bomb that, you got kamikaze it. But um, origami is so, yeah, origami, triad, any other 90s fucking Asian mysticism things you want to talk about? Yeah. I think it was part of our, our collective interest slash guilt in Japan. Oh, for sure. Do you think that they know that the triad's Chinese? Oh, yeah, because they say Chinatown. By the way, Chinatown's in Buffalo, is it? <laughs> oh, yeah. The mean streets <laughs> of sure Buffalo. it's not. <laughs> I don't want to go there. Too cold. <laughs> Too yeah, cool. no shit. Yeah, You're I'm, basically I'm sh- Canada. Their, their Chinatown is like two Chinese <laughs> restaurants, I'm assuming. Yeah, staffed by lily-ass white people. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's called Harry's Chinese Takeout. Like, Harry. <laughs> I never met a Chinese person named Harry. The golden crown, something very generic. Yeah, yeah. But swimming <sighs> duck, or you can eat buffet. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh, let's let's go to this little shrink shrink Please. episode. Yes, this is uh, in Buffalo at the at the Brylin, Is it psychiatric hospital? Scene three. Yeah. Also, that's another thing. Like, you didn't just send her to a psychiatrist. She went to a psychiatric hospital. Yeah, that's yeah. you know that's kind of a. I would call that a soft entry because that's a that's a one step away from committing. Well, you're already there. <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah. then, you, know, it's, you know, it's not like you're driving to a new place and she mm. freaks out and fucking telekinesis is your head into the windshield. You just bring her there with an overnight bag. That's right. It's in the <laughs> trunk, though. She's hip to the change if you go somewhere else. So you just, you're like, yeah, I'm leaving. You go to the same place. She goes, see her friend, Mrs. Braun. And then you pop that trunk and you fucking run it in. And you like hope it. you get out of there before you get loopered. I like it. Mrs. Bishop is uh she's got a she's got a whole game plan. I like it. <laughs> yeah, man. It's yeah. awesome. <clears throat> she Skip. also doesn't know who Freddie Mercury is because well, look at her. She looks like she hasn't listened to yeah. any kind of good music with that. She's still listening to the big bopper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with that <laughs> terrible that terrible nineties woman wear, like that middle aged woman in the nineties wear. Yeah. That looks like it looks like you just walked out of like Joanne Fabrics with something that you just pieced together into yeah, a into a shirt. For it sure. just looks like fabric barely made into a shirt. 
I have a theory that that's why I didn't like any of my teachers in high school. That and not doing the work, but mostly that. You know what I mean? <laughs> was, was there their attire? Yes. And the fact that they didn't There was your- one teacher I wanted to fucking bang, though. There's was the business math, business math. What's that? I was in a business math class, which is probably just like math for idiots. And she was so hot. And she didn't wear any of that stuff. She just wore like black dresses. Mm. Yeah. Like was she fucking person. a student? Sadly, no. Yeah. <laughs> in my high school, uh, we had a hot teacher. And then it turned out she was uh, fucking a student. Nice. You know what the tragedy was? It wasn't me. Yeah. It was a much better looking student than I was. <laughs> <laughs> a little ahead of the curve, that kid. Come to find out. <laughs> Had a little jump start on the man body. Sometimes they fucking bang, they bang them and they just kind of look like, I don't know, man. They look like half troglodytes. <laughs> it's weird. It's like the thrill of it, maybe. But Dr. Braun talks schizophrenia, dude. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, yeah, not really sure. We're all over the map. We got fucking resu- we got reincarnation, schizophrenia, psychic possession. But she starts talking about dolls. By the way, dolls. Yeah. This is my favorite part of the episode. Well, you know what the problem is is that you're doing creepy kids, you're doing gall you're doing gall yeah. you're doing dolls. Yep. You're just falling back on like good horror movie tropes and yeah. that is the best part of the episode. It's yeah, the whole premise of the episode has been done in better episodes the whole season. Uh-huh. And and will be done again better in later right. later seasons. Right, right, right. <laughs> yeah, you take a take a creepy kid and you, you know, you throw some like dolls in there. The the disfiguring of the dolls. That's, that's a, the shit, dude. Yeah. Especially that it matched the um the dude. Yes. That's that's the cool part. They matched um what's his name? Old fucking Charlie, old mustache. Ch- Ch- <laughs> old Charlie, Freddie Mercury, uh, f- uh, not Fiori. What's his name? Nah, the other one. Don't matter. But the dead one, the one they the all, de- the, the one they all killed to teach a lesson. Yeah, <laughs> basically. <laughs> Mulder, yeah. by the way, is such a cunt. Like you're gonna have you tried uh, this? Have you tried, like that person? Oh yeah, oh yeah, the <sighs> expert. The old subject matter expert. Uh, oh, I know. Standing what you in a room with an expert. <laughs> is there anybody that knows less about child rearing than Mulder? Oh. No. Yes. Yes. Michelle's mom. Uh, fair enough. <laughs> but she never asked for that thing, though. You know, yeah. I mean, to be fair. Charlie sh- Morris, by the way. Charlie. Oh, Charlie Morris. <clears throat> yeah. Sounds like a good old West name. Tough, tough gangland hit in that those mean streets of Chinatown, Buffalo. Chinatown, Buffalo, dude. <laughs> the guy's like, I'm not even Chinese. I'm from Taiwan. <laughs> <laughs> Vaguely uh, Asian. Yeah, exactly. We do get uh we do get our lady in in one of our favorite places of seeing her. We get Scully in an autopsy room. Yeah. That's always something that we like that hasn't hasn't occurred too many times here in season one. Yeah, but but real quick before that, Mulder for sure don't say. Have you ever observed unexplained phenomena like inordinate strength, psychic ability, and telekinesis to an actual professional person? <laughs> yeah, to a to a mental health professional. You're or, joking, hey, of course. I love hey, the way she quick, says that. Real quick, maybe you should have an appointment. Yeah, 
Maybe, maybe I got the next hour free. Why don't you stick around here, Brylin Psychiatric Hospital, and uh, you know what? Leave your uh, hang your coat up right there. We can uh, get comfortable. The best get is the way Mulder checks the, uh, the way Doctor Braun checks her watch after he says, "He says, <laughs> what a brush off." Yeah, I do. You do. You gotta love Mulder's straightforwardness in, mm-hmm. in the in the face of social decorum. Yeah, <laughs> it's like. I have I have no time to not rile up anybody I have to ask questions to. Mm. Well, Scully's in her natural habitat, the examination room. She's chopping a body. Yeah. A solid 12 hours after it was pronounced dead, I guess. And she spots this large red lower chest lesion. Deep mm. necrosis, inconsistent with cause of death, as pronounced by Dr. Gilda, and suggests localized electrocution. Ouch. <laughs> that uh, it's kind of shit. Lazarus like shows up and says, "Excuse me, can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> Detective Horseface, Mule One Four. <laughs> it's so dumb to call it a horse face. Like it's such a child thing to do, but I can't help it because <laughs> it's funny to make a horse noise talking. If they do horsey talk noise. I just think it's well, funny." We got to do something to get through this. So let's, yeah. let's, we're doing let's it. not, yeah, let's not cut off any, any measures. <laughs> that yep. is also, can I just say the fact that they're, they've already been here. They've already like talked to a few different people and it's still only 12 hours dead. Mm. Pretty quick response time. Yeah. Right. Right. This whole thing came out of like, some random detective calling somebody else that she knew or knew through a connection at the FBI. That's impressive. I'll say this. I'm no fucking, I'm no precinct captain, but uh, I would probably be shadowing the old captain of the Buffalo precinct one too to get myself some efficiency uh, tips. (laughs) By the way, can you explain to me, and this is something I may have missed, but I can't for the life of me figure out how Horseface figured out that this sketch was of a dead police officer from 10 years ago. Right. That's there's outrageous. No way, there's no way. She, but I think she says straight up that it was before her time, right? Like, yeah. So, yeah. Like, wh- wh- how did you happen to come across that photo? Unless it was just like out in the hallway, right? They probably have a little memorial plaque. Yeah, there uh-huh. is one. I think they show it, but. Secondly, the other X-File is that composite sketch has a much fuller mustache than the actual Charlie Morris, who's yeah. barely registering above the, the old high school upper lipper. I call it, he's, he's, he's a grade higher than Disney. You know the Walt stash? <laughs> yeah. He's, a, he's, like a, he's like a shade thicker than that one. Yeah, you're right. Just a shade. Not a lot. Thicker. Not a lot. But you, you might be on something with the high, the high school kid who did roids, who had like big biceps. That's yeah. this guy. Well, yeah, he was probably straight out of uh, two years out of high school, right out of the force. And then, uh, hey, you know, you stumble on the wrong, stumble on the wrong part of Buffalo, man. Anything can happen. That's right. You got to be ready to go. Walk in on those Buffalo triads. The triad. The triad. Stop it. <laughs> you sound so dumb to say triad in Buffalo. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> you got a better chance of fucking uh, Native Americans charging at you on horseback. <laughs> why? Yeah, why? Is there any plausible reason that this episode had to be set in 
in Mr. Buffalo. Bruins, you don't understand the reach of the triad <laughs> from Chinatown in New York City. Don't underestimate us. I, I guess, guess. It, that's, it, my, it, uh, that's my that's <laughs> my that's my reason. Is it just the fact that they <laughs> the X Files always does better in like a small town or or without that a smaller city than it does like you know it doesn't do like there aren't a lot of X Files in the big the big city the big urban setting there's right. not a lot of that and most of what what there is is <clears throat> back in DC and it's a lot of mythology shit so I guess instead of San Fran. You know, the old sister city of San Fran, Buffalo, New York, the triad. <laughs> yeah, boy. Oh, man. Big Trouble in Little China was actually shot in Buffalo. <laughs> oh, oh. I don't know if you know that. It's a movie I, fact we missed. I didn't. I missed that. Well, old lizard says, Lazard. <laughs> guy's been dead nine years, which means the little girl saw a ghost. Ooh. Oh, spooky. Back to the or, one four. Or, or doesn't, doesn't Scully say something about like, or saw his picture walking through the police department somewhere. Oh, holy shit. Don, Danny <laughs> Falchon. Body was on the roof of a car and Mulder and Scully were there. Dude, they have transporter technology. <laughs> yeah. That's so dumb. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty outrageous. Like, oh, I know somebody who worked with you on a different case in a, in a different city and, like, I can get you to Buffalo in, in like, in two hours. Like, are, are Mulder and Scully just always on call? They're not working cases? <laughs> no, they're not. <laughs> the X-Files. <laughs> <laughs> the X-Files. They were literally whisked off to an airport, Dude. jet flight to upstate New York. I guess. And here they are. So, uh, Scully uh, walks in with the case file towards Mulder, and uh, she says he was killed in Chinatown, gangland style. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Yeah. Allegedly uh-huh. by the triads, although no arrests were ever made. Now, Mulder, if you're going to tell me you think Michelle Bishop saw a poltergeist. All right, so we have to just talk about the plausibility of, let's just pretend there's a Chinatown in Buffalo, and let's just pretend no arrests were made when a policeman was killed. Yeah, yeah. They're going to arrest all of them. <laughs> I mean, all of, some, all of the Chinamen. Most of them will get released, and some of them will not. All four of the Chinese people yeah. in Buffalo, New York. Yeah. Gangland style. What does that mean? Is that written in the report? That's, That's so uh, like vague. It's it's such a it's such a weird description for like it's not factual. That's to say gangland style is to just give an opinion on a report. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. what do you mean? His eyes were gouged out, his dick was cut off and stuff in his mouth. His legs That's, chopped uh, off. You know this dude it's bad writing. Oh, it's so bad. Oh, it's bad writing. Yep. Could have been being the... Oh, yeah. So, so, so Mulder goes right to, hey, you're the one that found a lesion on Bar, 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 fucking Barbarella's body. Barbarella? Yeah, Barbarino. You said it could have been caused by an intense concentration of electrothermal energy. Could have been being the operative phrase. Why is it so hard <laughs> for you to believe this fake-ass argument, too? Why is this hard for you to believe? Even when all evidence suggests extraordinary phenomena. <laughs> wow, we're in the fourth scene, Mulder. Yeah, yeah. Scully's like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, you think that's what it is? I do like the looking for extreme possibilities to make you blind to the probable explanation right in front of you line. That's a good one. Yep. Like walking over to a fucking display case with a picture of the guy that yes. the girl just yes. described. Yeah. 
Like, like a what, child couldn't do that? What's more likely? She had a run-in with a, a nine-year-old, you know, ghost. Well, <laughs> not nine-year-old ghost. I know what you mean. Ghost of someone killed nine years ago. Or that she saw this fucking picture on her way in and she's doing some weird child shit. Right. But mom basically already called her a silly brain. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? This kid gets therapy twice a week. She's just a schizo. And uh, Mulder's jumping to like the most ludicrous conclusions. In Mulder's defense, he's carrying around a, a bag full of dismembered doll fucking parts. Yeah, that's a little weird, boy. <laughs> oh, man. Did you ask the shrink if you could borrow that one? Dude, if I see a doll with dirt on it, I'm, I'm like running away from it. <laughs> I just don't want to see whatever's holding it. <laughs> like Mulder? Yeah, anything. It's probably a dirty little kid. <laughs> You know? Yeah. Anyway. But armless, eyeballless. And this uh, harkens back to the the old gangland-style murder. Gangland Charlie, Charlie Morris. The We're, old classic chainsawed arm off. Yeah, that old hat. <laughs> that old hat. They're like, we like to use the chainsaw. Yes. Very intimidating. <laughs> you know how they do. You know how they do in Buffalo. They don't fucking play, dude. Yeah, fucking Chinese move. Them Chinese boys go deep in Buffalo. Yeah, but we better go to uh, Kenmore, New York next. So go see Fiore. Oh yeah, good old good old sweatshirt Fiore. Oh Fiore, this guy. God damn man. Yeah, he, uh, he should be fucking delivering pasta in a in a box truck somewhere. This guy. <laughs> Look at this guy. His mom's definitely living in the same house. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. For sure, for sure. Yeah. Still yeah, calling the shots. Yep, 100%. Yep. Still goes to church. Yeah. You know who he kind of reminded me of life-wise, not in any kind of looks, but uh, did you see um, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri? Hell yes. Yeah. So he's... <laughs> he's um, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what's his name? His character Rockwell. There, uh, yeah, Sam Rockwell's Fucking character. Rockwell rules. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, ah, yeah, my mom's hey, up. You know. Let's move over to the side of the porch. My mom's going to get real pissed. Oh, Madonna in there. Calling the shots. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go Sunday, say a few novenas, or she cracks me on the head with the pasta spoon. Yeah. But yep. he's, he, this, is, this is Charlie Morris's ex-partner. Yes, sir. All right. Who, uh, FBI knocking on your door. You shit your pants. Knowing what we know about the story now, this has to be a pan-shitting moment for this guy. Yeah, he he's a lot more chatty than mm. you would think. Yeah, like no, knowing what you know at the end of the episode, you think he would he would try to wrap things up a little bit quicker. Like right. you know, don't be suspicious, but he really yeah. uh, really dives into it. Yeah, he's going head first. You mind if we do this outside? Yeah, this won't take long. Yeah, that's uh, Charlie Morris. You two were partners. Yeah, we rode together. His. Uh, First nine months out of the out of the academy, um, they talk circumstances of his death. Fiora says it's under investigation. I can't comment on it. Scully drops Captain Grisham. Yeah, take stoner that. investigation. Nine years later, yeah. can't talk about it. It's it's yeah oh, under investigation, meaning it's a cold case. <laughs> yeah, it's a fucking come on. But anyway, yeah. um, two FBI agents show up asking about something, and you tell them, "Oh, it's under investigation on a nine-year-old case." They're gonna be like. Yeah, is it? Like, no, no, it's not. For sure, there's not an ongoing case nine years later. Like, maybe it's open, or it's a cold case. It's open, but, but it's, it's uh, not, yeah. 
Yeah, it's, you're, you're uh, giving him the reporter shtick. It's a bad, it's a bad writing. Yeah, it's a bad writing. Detective Fury says, hey, catch, oh. catch me at, catch me back at the squad. <laughs> okay. How long have you been on the force? Catch me back at the squad at the old one four. <laughs> um, it was nine years ago. I was barely on the force. They're like fuck. They're like fuck those cops in New York City, man. What do they know? <laughs> but um, I never worked at the one four. He says, "What's this all about?" Well, we believe that the death of Detective Rudy Barbala can be linked to the death of Officer Morris nine years ago. Linked how? I thought this guy just flipped his wig and jumped out a window. Hey, hey. Which means he had heard about that happening. Of course, a cop's going to know about another cop's death. Yeah, of course, especially in Buffalo. It's not like you're, you know... (laughs) I'm not cheating on Buffalo. I just mean like it's not like it's New York City Police Department where there's like 10,000 fucking cops. Right. <clears throat> Fiori says by reputation that's uh, all, what's this all got to do with Charlie well that's where we need help with the police report said that Officer Morris was killed off duty that's right best we can figure was some kind of payback for what well around that time the organized crime division was going deep in Chinatown the triads Mulder says <laughs> going deep god I made that up. I think I think he's. <laughs> they didn't. Say- <laughs> he didn't say that. I don't want to beat the. Up- I don't want to make up lies. He said a major sweep. Actually, <laughs> going deep. A major sweep through both Chinese restaurants. <laughs> sir, put down the spare ribs. You, sir. But uh, yeah, some very heavy busts went down against the Wu Xing Wu motherfucker. Yeah, and then he makes a mahjong joke. Stop it. We get it. Oh, right? We we got you got your checklist of fucking Chinese things. You hit them all. You hit them God. all as far as I can see. He instead of saying kung fu, he says gong fu like fucking Bruce Lee. I was waiting for that one. <laughs> but uh yeah. You think he was a kill as a warning to back off. I think they picked the cop, any cop and they whacked him. And then he does the old friendly uh Hey, hey, I'm, you know, it's the weekend. I come out of I kind of like that we did that. He's like, hey, guys, come on. The fuck? Come on. Hey. Come on. Dead cops. Come on. It's come weekend. on. What are you doing? <laughs> this and, episode is outrageous. Uh, oh, God. Guys, it's the weekend. I don't care if you're making leads on the guy that I fucking rode with for nine months. There's a, there's a, a trend I'm kind of putting together in the back of my mind after, you know, talking, talking about a lot of. X-Files episodes and not, not just this one in particular, but when they have to, it's not like there aren't great episodes that have a lot of scenes without Mulder and Scully, but when there's just scenes that are essentially just exposition without Mulder and Scully, I think that's a, that's a big warning sign of a, maybe a subpar episode. Yeah. I've been thinking about it. I've been kind of. You, you mean this this Felder Fiore exchange? It's really bad. It's real bad. I mean, it is bad crime by the numbers writing, <laughs> dude. It's so fucking. It's corny. like you know what it is. This is in the section of the book that says don't do this. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not even being hyperbolic here. Howard Gordon never read a screenwriting book. Yeah. He not did. a big deal, right? Don't jerk yourself around, Tony. You're acting like a little bug. They were FBI. So what? God, yeah. Like, the, the, if you have no other way to show it, and you have to do this, it's like, ah, okay. They're just people like us going through the motions. <laughs> you know what the problem this episode is? Well, I mean, fuck. 
all of these people are getting targeted to be murdered, and it's not interesting the way they're getting murdered, and I don't care. Die. <laughs> I hope you get dragged by the bus. I don't care. The old scarf. The old <laughs> scarf murder. Hey, you're you're grown ass man. Oh, Claims you're right for wearing a scarf. No shit, dude. You know what I? You know what I mean? That's what you get. That's what you get. It's a weapon around your neck. Yeah. You know. <laughs> it's a, pretty much a self inflicted gunshot wound. <laughs> Especially people that put it on with that weird like slip knot move. I'm like, oh yeah. <laughs> you are asking for. <laughs> it. You are asking to get strangled out. You gotta wear those one of those new new newfangled infinity scarves. They got no no loose ends to tie up. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> right? <laughs> can't can't catch that shit. Man, I'd just rather have a cold neck, I guess. I just get to zip the coat up all the way. I don't know. Anyway. It works for Murray Shiro, Dan Fouch. That's nice. Hell yeah. <laughs> Fucking whole Angela Lansbury. Yeah. Murder she wrote. Uh still better copywriting than this episode. <sighs> I watched the shit out of that. Yeah. When so Lansbury's on her fucking tent. Yeah, I watched with my grandmother. Yeah. I think that's probably ninety percent of the doom, doom, episodes I've watched. Crushing the daytime TV. Da, 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 so yeah, we can kind of skip past the the death scene here. It's scarf bus. It's we should silly. probably just mention in this terrible dialogue that uh, what should we do, Tony? Make a donation to little sisters for the poor. There's only two of us How left. How they connecting Charlie and Barbarella? Hey, oh, uh, hey, Buffalo. You want out? You want out of this? Ugh. Yeah, it's it's bad. Yeah, it's bad. So uh, the guy gets killed by the bus. Okay, so I got I get an email here. You have an email? Yeah, I got to read it right now. <clears throat> oh, okay, Brian Campbell says. Hey, Dean, I just thought I'd drop you a quick note in, a, in review of this week's X-Files just in case you get guys to start, start doing them again. Fucking guy. You know? All Mr. Yuck Yucks over here. All yeah. radio Yuck Yucks. <laughs> I noticed the funniest continuity error, he says. During the scene where the white police detective gets dragged his death to his death by a scarf, the bus driver is clearly a gentleman of color. However... <laughs> During the cuts to the exterior of the bus, the driver's clearly a Lily Vancouver white sporting some round spectacles. Oh, really? Yes. He goes, Fox is trying to pin this shit on a black man. (laughs) (laughs) Dude, I got to see this now. I have it on in the background. Oh, fuck. I got to see if I can find it. I'm a little ahead of it. Dude, I'll find it, but while we're talking. Yeah. It's, and it's always silly whenever whenever there's a scene, there's a few in X-Files where, like, you know, the, the car is not possessed, but, like, the, you know, is running off some sort of psychic energy. And, like, sure. they show the, they always do that shot of, like, the foot on the pedals. Right. Like, wh- like, wait, what do you, you tell me? Like, the, the, you know, psychic power is stopping hydraulics from working? Like, how, how do brakes not function? Like, right, a brake. By the way, if you put your foot on the gas and the brake at the same time, the car doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, for sure. It's just like, a yeah, thing. You can have the gas pedal all the way to the floor. If you stop on the brake pedal, car stopping. Car stopping. Car stopping. Bus is stopping. It, sh- it would have been cool if, like, they just showed the guy like pinned to the the seat, the driver's seat, or something. Yeah, yeah. Do something with him like that. He can't, like, you know, he can't affect the pedals. He's 
in some way. Not not the whole like, oh, what's going on? Look <laughs> in the side view mirror. I got a guy <laughs> dragging off the bus. No. Oh, I just can't seem to quite stop it. No. No. Yeah, that's funny, dude. The old black man. Yeah. By the way, he is Brian Campbell is absolutely right. <laughs> yeah. It's it's real tough to see, but you can see it when the bus rounds the corner. They have it kind of dark in the bus, but the light comes across him just a little bit, and you can see it. Nice. Dude, it's really funny. <laughs> what the good Jesus guy to drive a bus? So stupid. <laughs> yeah, Vancouver. Yeah, how many how many uh, people of color do you have to work with in Vancouver? Probably yeah, not a lot. I, I know. Imagine. This guy deserves his death by by scarf. I, I just have no sympathy for him. I I just also feel like that kind of scarf. Like, there's no way that scarf is strong enough to kill a person. <laughs> but all right, yep. All right, the bus can't stop, and the scarf kills you, and there we are. Yep. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh huh. who's who's on that bus? Who's on said bus? Oh, schizo silly brains on our way back from apartment uh appointment number four of the week uh, where is she on her this this kid has been involved in some shit and her parent is nowhere to be seen <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> can yeah. you imagine <laughs> you have one kid to look out for that's been well, through a traumatic a man jumped out of a window in front of your kid and you're not by your kid's side 24 7 right now <laughs> it's kind of weird but whatever hey bad episode yeah. Yeah. but um Patrolling talk to the mom. She's awfully upset. Oh, what's going on? Oh, we don't my know. God. Yeah. She's only eight years old. <laughs> Is she, though? Is she? Mm. Um, She's just yeah. a little girl. Uh, so that's the scene. We got Ms. Bishop meeting with Scully and Mulder. Yep. And uh, Horseface comes in to break this up with a... Yeah. She says... Hot, um, hot yeah. lead. She goes, come to find out, before he started peddling life insurance, he was a cop out of the one four. <laughs> Guess whose partner he used to be? Rudy Barbarella. Can you believe it? Yeah, he's one of the 20 cops in Buffalo. Really? <laughs> like you didn't know it? I know, dude. Unbelievable. Who knew? Three of them Rudy, were now dead. The yeah. blackboard scene? Hmm? The blackboard scene? Ugh. A, B, C, A, always B, B, C, closing. <laughs> I wanted to do a speech. Where the fuck are they, Scully? Call yourself yeah. a cop, you son of a bitch. You are, uh, you're trying to make connections to a much more interesting episode and case than what you're actually showing yeah. us here. Three cops tried to teach him a lesson, so they drowned him because he didn't take the money? And you thought that was going to get the heat off of you? Guys... <laughs> <laughs> Guys, you're cops. You kill a cop, you got a lot of you got a lot of doors going going down. They blame it on the Chinese. Watch the watch the wire sometimes. See what happens when a cop gets killed or shot, not even killed in that show, and every door is off the hinges. Yeah. <laughs> All of the doors. If you fucking walked by the person in McDonald's, your door is going down. <laughs> that's that's you're one of the fuck. best parts about that show. Like that's the the great it's so evil, realistic. Right? Yeah. That's why you know, the bad guys don't just kill cops willy nilly. No, like yeah, 
like the, there's plenty of opportunities in every movie and in real life for like sure the quote unquote bad guys to kill a cop if that's all they're trying to do. Death Guess by what cop, happens right? after you kill a cop? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot the of guys trying to just hammer. go out. Yeah, they try to go out like that. It's fucked up. But um, Morris Fury Barbala, Barbala. Like, I'm, why can I say this word? It's like marbles Bar- in my mouth. Barbarella. It's Barbarella. Is uh, is it is it that many not, letters? No. Or we're gonna call it Barbarella. It's Barbarella. Barbarella. See, Barbarella sounds like you having a stroke halfway through saying Barbarella. But let's just call it Bar. Uh, we'll go Barbarella because it's just Barbarella. funnier to me. Isn't that that hot eighties Se- chick? Yeah, seventies. Yeah, late seventies. Se- yeah, so yeah. we got Morris Fury, Barb, Barbarella, and Felder. What's wrong with this picture? Well, for one thing, Fury said he knew Barbarella by rep. Right. Why would he say that? I don't know. And somebody has an MP5 in that picture. Oh, no shit. Yeah. <laughs> I just remember. I, I don't know why my note says that. Like, cop That's with MP5. Sweet. Why? <laughs> the, <laughs> the <tough laughs> Holy land. shit, I'm looking now. That's the bus they made. They must have ass- assailed the compound, the drug, the triad. They see the yeah. MP5. Yeah. I don't know. but um, T- Tough racket. Tough racket. Buffalo. Tough racket. I guess um, we, you know, so pictures of cops with MP5s and whatnot. We move uh, out of here and we got some place to go, don't we? We need to go see Miss Fiore, figure out what's what. Uh, uh, Miss Fiore. Fiore. Yeah. Nice, nice fish tank. It's a nice fish tank. That's a nice fish tank. That's a, I mean, I think Charlie Morris was a real tall man. To get his head in that thing comfortably. <laughs> what the? It's, what did they do? Put the you know like I don't know. I don't know how they got his head in there. Well, yeah. I mean, it's you could technically fit your head in it. I think that's a. Um, but you got to get high. You got to get high and like you're you're basically have to be holding the guy's legs up. You're off doing the a swirly in the uh, aqua <laughs> tank. <laughs> yeah. Except at least then you can like push the person down on the ground. I mean, I've never given somebody a swirly, but I'll tell you, it's a real inefficient way to send a message mm-hmm. versus just sticking your gun in his mouth. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess he's a little yeah breaks out the step ladder. <laughs> <laughs> they set up some staging. Yeah. <laughs> Make a whole scene out of it. Yeah, so stupid! Go. I love it. Well, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> uh. So, Miss Fiore, big into origami. She loves that shit. Oh, no, no. That was Charlie. Mm, the plot thickens. Mm. Clearly, I know what happened, Josh. Clearly, the reincarnation happened that fast. <laughs> he died and was reincarnated immediately in this child. <laughs> a little well, weird. I think that's uh, that's where we're going to get to in a scene or two, is that basically the timing works out that it was pretty much immediate right isn't that weird isn't that a weird way for it to work yeah because it whenever they do that and there's actually i'm uh i'm wrapping up my season nine x files watch yeah it's it's a grind by the way but there's another episode that plays on reincarnation in season nine and it's always that like you know the reincarnation thing when it happens because it it brings up on comfortable weird questions that a tv show doesn't really want to tackle sure like you know when does a like 
you know, child to become alive. Like, really, it's like the second it pops out of a vagina. <laughs> like, like, like what, if, what if they had to do like a C-section two weeks earlier? Reincarnation wouldn't have worked. It's out. <laughs> like, would have been a soulless abomination for two weeks. I guess. Until Chuck was ready to pop in there. You need like a whole like contingent from the Vatican to watch out for it. It's demonic yeah. ways for those two weeks. Yeah, it's a real church problem. But um, th- what leads them to Fiore? I guess this missing thing and Tony checked it out. I don't understand that. He what took the le- Morris homicide file home. There's a page gone from the Morris homicide file. There's a log sheet that states Tony Fiore checked it out like a library. <laughs> <laughs> well, the card's still signed out and it is overdue. So if you see him uh, or his wife, he owes a buck 20. Uh, Mr. Fiore, you cannot graduate until you return the case file. I want to make that clear. Or you have to pay $2.37. Whatever. Yeah. Sorry we're here, Miss Fiore, but it's your husband's home. Is your husband home now? She's, uh, doesn't have a lot to say, right? Just talking about the uh, the old first wife, uh, first husband, rather, the the origami, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. We see the saltwater tank. He was doing a double shift. He wasn't scheduled. It's not like him not to call. Right? Yep. We don't socialize with other cops. Right? And then, Unlikely. Unlikely also, dude, by the way. Th- this outrage, I know. This outrageous moment, my first husband, he was born in Japan. His father was stationed there. Not Charlie Morris, Tony's ex-partner. Yeah. What? <laughs> what did you say, TV show? How, how incredibly convenient. <laughs> Stick a fork in it, dude. The fact that Mulder immediately goes to this, walking out of the house, they're still on the porch, I, know, I think, I know. when he's like, well, classic reincarnation case. Classic. <laughs> seen, this <laughs> is, seen this in the X-Files many this times. This is right in chapter four of the Bible. It says it right there. Look, look, Scully. I don't think you know how it works, Mulder. Yeah. Yeah. Eight years ago. Eight years ago. What a coincidence. That's exactly when Michelle was born. Yeah. Is Madam that the Psychosis, transmigration, Josh, re-embodiment, call it whatever you want, pal. <laughs> All based on the coincidence that Michelle Bishop and Officer Morris have both practiced the obscure art of paper folding. God, that's a fucking rim shot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That and uh, what's his name from Blade Runner? Adama. Don't bet she won't leave. (laughs) Then again, who does? (laughs) Don't bet she won't leave. Seriously. I wish she'd fucking go. But, um. How do you think they don't show it? How do you think the conversation went with Mrs. Bishop about sticking her daughter in hypnosis? Gaff, by the way, because I don't want to disrespect him. Um, how did it go? Ms. Bishop. Well, do you want to role play it out? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be Miss Bishop Lovely Mulder? Um, sure. <laughs> Let's go. Mrs. Bishop, we yeah, have a suspicion yeah. your on. daughter is... Hold on, yes. Let me put on my bathrobe because I don't do anything all day. <laughs> I, got oh. that, I got that corrupt cop bunny coming in, you know. No, no, Mrs. Bishop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sorry. I was just thinking about origami. <laughs> How can I help you, Mr. Mulder? 
Uh, we'd like to put your daughter into <laughs> hypnosis. <laughs> we, we suspect she might be a reincarnated police officer. Oh, okay. Let's do it. <laughs> yeah. I, I think, don't really uh, care about my kid, honestly. Yeah, she gives I mean, me the creeps. So you can do whatever you want to be perfectly do fair. Do do you want? Do you need to take her to a psychiatric hospital for like a month or two? No, I mean if you have to, if you have to, go ahead. I mean, you know, just for the sake of the case, for the sake of the case, you know, if you need to lock her up for a few months and do some tests or whatever, you know, we just we really want to make sure we get to the bottom of things. Yeah, yeah. Talking about talking about Miss Bishop here, and I'll tell you, it's ninety whatever. You're not going to let a spitz near my kid. It's too soon. You know what I mean? I don't know this kid's going to turn into a fucking Nazi zombie. She's not into it. Yeah. Nope. Not down. This is dangerous and irresponsible, says Braun. Dr. Spitz has conducted hundreds of these, says Malther. Well. Dr. Braun, definitely a soon-to-be-convicted sex vendor, also. Probably, yeah. Michelle, they're killing me. They're killing me. Is this any more dangerous than pumping her full of Thorazine? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, different way. Mulder, stop. But it doesn't go well, does it? No. But it gets, gets Mulder. She says she's 24 years old. What? Yeah. Pretty young for, also, for yeah. somebody who's going back to... Uh, for a detective? Charlie Morris made detective at 24. That's pretty good. Deep in that gangland fucking world. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. He better be a narc. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, they, they call it quits. It's okay. It's over, honey. I love you now. Yep. Um, Scully tr- tries, as she usually does, this to... This is good shit. ...talk some sense. Just trying to be a reasonable person mm-hmm. to Mulder. Yeah. He's not having it, though. If we find Fury and he's still alive, Scully, you saw what happened in there. And Scully says what needed to be said. Okay, let's just say that by some small miracle you managed to convince Michelle's mother and the next hypno-regression provides you with everything you could possibly hope for. No grand jury is going to listen to that testimony. We still do not have an actionable case. Amen. Because despite what you think, Mulder, you need a little thing called evidence, Dan. <laughs> laces out Dan I'm sure it's come up before but it is uh, one of the most basic facts about Mulder's character is that he is an FBI agent who doesn't give the slightest fuck about preventing crime or solving crimes he cares about the big T truth yep right mm-hmm. I mean that's that's what he is he doesn't care like everything is uh, you know these cases, these X Files, they're all a conduit for him to like <laughs> <laughs> to say I told you so. Yeah, I mean, he's not fucking here for Michelle. Mm. Maybe, Certainly not maybe here if for, she got abducted, he would be. Certainly not here for old Barbarella. Damn. Yeah, nobody cares about old fucking poor man's Tony Danza going out the window. Really? No. That's what he I mean. Nobody not. cares about anything, guys. No. They're all, never they were all douchey. Never cares about shit. <clears throat> well, Mulder gets a little voiceover. The inconclusive results of Michelle's past life regression do not shake my basic belief in hypnosis as a tool for psychological healing. 
Brother on yeah. as defendant proved previous lifetimes the other matter. However, in this particular case, all our explanations seem to even be more wanting. Okay, yeah, buddy. My, so you, we all know how you have your X-Files blunder. Oh, yeah. My X-Files blunder is order of appearance. Mm-hmm. Like what order things happen in. I see. Be- because I have like so much X Files memory. Ah, it's see, like, you're suffering from information overload. You can't disseminate it all. Right. So I don't remember if at this point we. I'm pretty sure in the pilot. I think that's the first time that they cut to a Mulder hypnosis scene. I think, but I can't remember that for sure. I think that's the. Mulder and hypnosis, like a little epilogue scene, I want to believe. I think it is. I think. Yep. But I don't, I don't rem- properly remember. But that's, uh, Mulder is always very pro-hypnosis. You know, this Hyp- wasn't an X-Files blender for me. This was a different one this week. Do you know what this one was? Uh, X-Files Black Hole. How about this? You wake up, and you don't normally eat this way. But today's a special day, Josh. For some reason, when you were sort of half in the bag, stumbling through the grocery store, you came to the cinnamon toast crunch. And you said, this is a great idea, these spoonfuls of sugar. And you bought it, and you just kind of let it sit in your closet, like, I'm not going to eat that. And then one morning, you're like, I'm fucking eating that. And you pour them bitches in the bowl, and then you go to your fridge, and there's no fucking milk. That's this episode to me. So, you know, you get a spoon, because you're a stubborn, willful cunt, and you eat it, and you just have a mad face. You eat dry. That's what I did today. I'm like, I don't remember them being like this. Like like this. This is not supposed to be like this. Is what I said. That was me. Yes. Sipping coffee. Angry. Angry. You know what I mean? Just not even. down. Not liking listener posts that I should like because I'm mad. I'm a child. I'm a child. Without his yummies. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. Where's my yummies? Well... You're an asshole and didn't buy milk. So there's that. That was this episode, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. That's one of my favorite uh, metaphors you ever used. It's pretty good. (laughs) It's pretty good. (laughs) Dude, can we talk about the monitor? Because this is actually kind of neat. I do do like that little monitor scene. I mean, the the fucking dude, man. That's wild. We did did skip the... uh, the actual left origami. Speaking of gaff, oh, was that, oh, gaff. Was that who you said? The character, gaff. You're Runner? right, gaff. Gaff. Um, yeah, the old left origami. I like that. Nice touch. Very cool. So, also, are we led to believe, uh, following her hypnotic regression episode, Michelle somehow got her way to that house to leave that origami thing? <laughs> Her mother once again ignored her for three hours as she's riding around on public transit to get out there. She's witnessed two murders. Hey, she's witnessed two murders. Mom, two murders, multiple sit downs with the FBI, hypnotic regression, uh, psychiatric appointments out the yin yang. Mom, you know what? Mom just goes home and crushes red wine. She don't know what's going on at night. Yeah. I like that. Damn. I feel like if you dress nice and you're you're holding a nice wine glass, you know, it's like, well, no, you're not an alcoholic. You're just a, you you're know. Cl- you're a classy broad. Classy broad, right. right. It doesn't matter. It's your, you know, third bottle of Merlot. <laughs> it doesn't matter if your teeth are red. 
<laughs> and you have no fucking, not the remotest concept of where your daughter Oof. is. Doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. Well. But uh, yeah, the monitor scene. Sorry. That's okay. That's, that's where we're at. <laughs> oh, God. Kind of cool. Kind of spooky. It's probably spooky. the Probably the spookiest moment of the episode. Yep. Right? Yep. Without a doubt. Um, also, why is the FBI regional headquarters in Buffalo, Vermont? Because that's what my, my note here says. FBI regional headquarters. It's not supposed to be. The heart of, the heart of gangland. <laughs> Buffalo, New York. You know, where it snows 60 feet. <laughs> and no one can get around. Yeah, but they got this nerd, right? Um, yeah. Lin, Linhart, is it? It doesn't matter. doesn't matter. What I've done is map the frequencies of the interference. Coefficients for a sign on this monitor. Cosine on that. When now using an algorithm program, I can remove the frequencies like this. Oh. Yeah. Real creepy. Yep. Image clears up showing a diver in a pressure suit with a helmet. What is that? You said salt water, right? Yeah, so? So Charlie Morris was drowning in his own tropical fish tank. <laughs> Bro, and he moves into your house? Damn. <laughs> That's some gangster shit right that there. Is, that's some that's classic a, gangland you shit. You are flirting with karmic disaster. <laughs> <laughs> Drowned and then mutilated. Oof. To, yeah. All right. Okay. All right. So are you assuming, like, did they just not do an autopsy because he was missing an arm? Because drowning is a pretty obvious cause of death as sure. far as autopsies go. For sure. Right? Your lungs <laughs> fucking water in them. <laughs> Secondly, by the way, saltwater fish tanks, notoriously hard to maintain. Yep. That's not covered enough. It's we, true. We didn't talk enough about that. You know, every, eh, you want to, you want to, oh, tropical fish tank, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, fresh water. You're telling me, this guy has the diligence to maintain a saltwater fish tank, as does the follow-on, <laughs> his ex-wife. That is uh, yeah, I don't, a stretch. See, I, I would say maybe Felder did, because he seems to have the stick-to-itness to cut an arm off. But yeah, I, I don't think Fiore does, so I think you're right on the money with that. Felder yeah. sold insurance, man. There's diligence. Yeah. That's a tough racket. Yeah, yeah. And I just uh, have a hard time believing the whole... All right. Your arm's cut off. Oh, yeah. That must have been how he died. <laughs> Danny says drowning was in the autopsy, but they didn't get that it was salt water. So they just thought he got mutilated. Oh. And maybe I tossed that. in the water. And that's where she comes up with the, the salt in the lung thing. Right. I guess that makes sense because it's buffalo and there's no salt water around. <laughs> Minus a very nice fish tank. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mulder, Mulder is a fish tank guy. He's Good a, point. Yeah, he is. Carmelita mentioned that. Mm-hmm. He will be known for his fish tanks for years to come. Well, they better get back there. So Charlie Morris was drowning in his own tropical fish tank, and that's the last thing saw before die. We better hope Michelle Bishop is at home, tucked into bed. So they go to the Fiore residence. Fiore's packing some clothes, and we see that he's got his bag full of money, of course. His murder cash. Tony? Tony, somebody left this on our doorstep tonight. Do you know who it is? <laughs> I don't know why she's talking like that now. It's Gaff. <clears throat> it's Gaff. Yeah. Well, 
Right, you stay here and keep the door closed. This kid is like taunting them with fucking paper animals. Yeah. It's pretty <laughs> menacing. Riding that bus route. I just round, like imagine a, imagine a cop doing that. Like it's funny because it's a little girl, but we know it's not really a little girl. If it was actually like Charlie Morris leaving little folded like yeah. little cute animals before before he kills you. I guess. I guess you can make it work. But um Yeah, wouldn't he just show up and want to kill the fuck out of uh out of Fiori here? Yeah, why are you playing games? Why are you scaring the shit out of his wife? <laughs> the poor lady hasn't been out of the bathrobe for, right for ten years. I know. Yeah. Fiori, right. Uh he the lights go off and he draws his gun, right? Yeah. You stay here, keep the door closed. Tony, are you all right? We hear uh, he goes downstairs, gone raised, right? Electrical cord comes out of the wall, wraps around his leg, that old that old trick. <laughs> that old hat, that old psychic hat. He's like some Home Alone booby trap. <laughs> he traps his gun on the floor. Puts his foot on the old tar paper nail. <laughs> Gets a fucking <laughs> bucket of paint in the head. <laughs> the, old, the old gown of paint to the face. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Uh, you no, know what? I'm not raid in the eyes. Yeah. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> um, yeah, real gripping. Uh, there is a problem with your 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 climactic action scene taking place against a, a spirit. We we talked about this in... Um, Especially if it's just going to wield extension cords. <laughs> we talked about it in Shadows, right? Right, right. By the Another way, same season. episode, right? Kinda. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> beyond the well, grave revenge ghosts yeah yeah pretty much um minus the yeah the fatherly not fatherly attitude mm-hmm. hey real quick who wants to fuck her call back but um <sighs> yeah once again miss bishop where the fuck is your daughter who knows how I'm, josh do you i cannot be bothered to keep track of that little ugly rug rat I have wine to drink, sir. Okay. Oh, she finds her way around outrageous. with her magic brain powers. I'm really I'm just, hoping the police just give me a call and say she turned up dead. <laughs> she's praying for her every night. I mean, I feel like she's one more call away from like social services taking this kid away. I think she's. I think she's really. I think that's her whole offensive game plan. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she's shooting for, man. <laughs> There's got to be an easier way. The fucking FBI keep bringing the kid back. She's got to audible into something else. You know, it's like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, well, Moeller and Scully, they uh, they have their lead here, so they show up. They do opportunistically. Mm-hmm. Scully uh, has called Moeller to the side of the house where there's a door to the basement, and uh, they go in that way. There was a listener comment. I don't have it up this second, but I think it was, I feel like it was Danny Fouts because it's a Danny Fouts kind of thing to say. How he smashes the door with the with his elbow <laughs> while holding a flashlight and a pistol. <laughs> let's let's, so let's risk dumb. a fucking uh, brachial, brachial artery no laceration. Shit, right? That's so funny. Yeah, well, it's all right. He's he's got those old Teflon Teflon elbow elbow pads. Oh man! So he's good to go. Please open the door. I'm scared, Tony. Objects are flying around the room and shit. Right? Yep. Yep. Fireplace pokers, Chinese vases, <laughs> the old classic. 
Yeah. Mulder's like, Michelle, this won't make right what happened. Michelle's trying to make it right. She's trying to feel good. Yeah. Come on, man. This is revenge. Yeah. Mulder, Mulder who's, uh, of course, as always, he's correct mm-hmm. in his assessment of what's happening, right? Yeah. Our classic Mulder frustration. He's, yep. been, he's been on it since the beginning. Yeah. Um, and yet, he still doesn't, like, he's correct, but he doesn't get it. Correct. Right? Yeah. Like, you know, he's like, yeah, yeah, we'll make it right. We'll make it right. Like, yeah, you're reincarnated ghost of a, of a murdered police officer. Like, there's some vengeance at stake <laughs> of a, of a scale. You just fucking don't understand. You don't get it, pal. You're, you're not going to talk it down. Well, no, uh, no luck with the gun. It gets, it gets magic the way. And he sees Michelle staying in front of him. And, um, well, Miss Fiori, Tony, please, who's there? What's happening? And then um, it kind of comes down to Scully and Mulder getting out there. And um, Detective Fiori is emotionally like, they said they were just going to talk to you. Talk some sense into you. What was I supposed to do, huh? All you had to do was take the money, man. Why didn't you just take the money? Yeah, he just straight up, uh, straight up he just crying. cops to it. Crying admission. Pardon yeah. the pun. But I'll tell you, they uh, <clears throat> they kind of fucked up on this. You, you, you get offered some money to look the other way. You know who you can trust and who you can't trust. And if you don't take it, then you totally got to take a hike. Yeah. So am I correct? Am I, am I getting this mixed up? So Fiori married Charlie's widow, right? Mm-hmm. That is what happened. It's pretty fucked up. Is that... <laughs> like, the, so the, that wasn't the motivation. The motivation is the money. And like, killing him. Yeah, that's some weird shit to like... All right, so you're going to kill your partner. Because he won't take the money. He won't, he won't go take in the money. on the corruption with you. So now he's, a, you know, he's, the, he's potentially a threat to your freedom. Okay, like that, you can get your head around that as a motivation of a human being. Sure. You know? humans are shitty creatures like we do fucked up stuff right but but it's also ludicrous that they were going to intimidate him physically into into becoming corrupt with them it doesn't work that way you're yeah. either, you're either yeah. corrupt or you're not you know you're not right. gonna... you have to trust him forever and ever and that's ever. right but then you're gonna marry his widow yeah man like you're you're, <laughs> you're gonna surround yourself with his life <laughs> um quite literally by the way all his shit's still on the walls as danny Falcher's pointing out yeah you know, yeah, I like it. Mm. I like it. You know, what I don't like what's that? That nobody rushes to the aid of those poor fish. Yeah, that's flopping a around on the floor. It's a bummer, huh? Yeah, they're fucked. Yep, the saltwater tank. There's no hope of like you can't just like scoop them up and like toss them in like a you know whatever a, a, a pitcher of nope. water from the sink. Not gonna work. Those guys are fucked. Yeah, Michelle, you're a real bitch. You're a classic bitch. Classic bitch. Killed a fish tank full of beautiful saltwater tropical fish. Mm-hmm. I was part of it. I never said anything. I couldn't. I just wanted to take care of you. Who else have, would have taken care of you? That's his thing. I wanted to take care of the wife. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Please, just please take- don't hurt him anymore. Michelle looks at the aquarium and then... Yeah, I will say we haven't given this proper love. <clears throat> Michelle 
is pretty good as the creepy kid. Like, yeah. I mean, I guess that's not. You just have to have kind of like a weird, vacant look in your eyes. It's probably not the the tallest acting order out there. You know, what you have but to she, have. You have to have that. I look like a child actor life vacant look in my eyes. <laughs> I have no real childhood. I'm just whisked from audition to audition in the back of a stinky fucking minivan. The most unbelievable you know? part of the episode may have been the fact that um, she's actually shown playing with her friends at the end of the episode in the pool. Hmm. Yeah, she has no friends. So once he cops to it, I guess she's satisfied and no longer reincarnated. Like, right. Do so, they know how reincarnation works? I mean, that's still Charlie <laughs> Morris, right? So is this a zombie <laughs> child that's now walking around <laughs> soulless? <laughs> I think they know how it works. Mm. Detective Anthony Fiore pleaded guilty yesterday in federal court to charge a first-degree murder after the fact ran larceny and obstruction of justice. The deaths of Detective Rudy Barbarella and former police officer Leon Felder are being ruled as accidental. Okay. All right. So Michelle's Open. fine because she's eight, and you can't prove magic on the grand jury. Because <laughs> she's eight, and she has no soul anymore. Because yep. her soul has fled her body to its forever resting place. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And come to find out, Mulder got denied by Braun and Mom for a second past life regression move. First good decision the Mom has ever made on the sake of her yes. child. Yes, <laughs> First Nine. time ever. Yes, dude. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, man. Hey, man. <laughs> Born again. It's not good. Born again. You know what is one of the biggest bummers? We got a lot of great listener comments on this episode. I know. Behind. Um, yeah, dude. They're long ones, too. Like, lengthy. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good... Big uh, chunks. Yep. Yep. I guess um, we should get to reading them. Yeah. Should we do that? Uh, should we do that now? Do you have one already picked out? Yeah. Really? Yeah, ah, Born ahead. Again, says Liza M. On the one hand, Mulder clearly has no idea how reincarnation is actually understood to work in any of the religions that he mentions. On the other, he's Mulder, so he winds up being right anyway. One thing I do like about this episode, we get to see that he's a competent psychologist. We get to see that he's a competent psychologist and he can hold reasonable conversations about the creepy little kid's mental health care. For a while, anyway. Also, was origami really obscure? That it needs to be explained in 94. <laughs> I had definitely made some little origami things in elementary school art class by then, and my grandma knew perfectly well what origami was. <laughs> Good shit. <laughs> nice. Um, I got a comment from somebody I don't think we've read on the podcast before, Mike Lasan. Sweet. Um, not a big fan of this one. Season one had several bad to mundane episodes with more of a true crime aspect, and this is one of them. They seem to have largely dropped this type of story for season two, or maybe they just got a lot better at them. See also Shadows, Young at Heart, mm. and Lazarus. Yep. Maybe Ghost in the Machine. Maybe I'm off base, of course, the later seasons had true crime-ish episodes, but they were typically more Monster of the Week than Bad Law and Order. And I think that's a good point. Mm. Right? I mean, there's a lot of and especially because they're so fucking bad at yeah. the, like, the, the police aspect of it is so shitty. Right. That it's, you know, like, it, it's not even an interesting, like, law and order. It's like bad law and order. Right, right. Bad law and order laid it, over. It can, lay, a, it can get you with the procedural format, you know? Yep. 
procedural, cop procedural laid over a kind of cliche, like scary kid reincarnation fucking mm. thing going on. Yeah. 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 So I guess right into fall, uh, final thoughts. I'll just, I'll gonna say, don't like it. Don't like it. Don't like it, dude. Don't like it. It's not. I almost hate it. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Fuck, I'm close, but I mean, hate's such a strong word. Like, I, I guess I have to ask myself, if I could eliminate it from the X-Files canon, would I? And I don't hate it because it was entertaining enough, but I definitely don't like it. Yeah. Dude, it's, it's crazy. By far, the least memorable episode of season one, I think. Like, because you look at what are the contenders for that right. for that title, right? right like, right. what are the not good episodes? All right, you have, you got sh- shapes, you got shadows, <sighs> you got space, yeah, Ghost in the Machine, maybe. But they all have redeeming qualities to them, or even borderline... Entertainment value. Entertainment value. Sure. Right. Um, this is just like, it's not good, and there's nothing else there like you can watch ghost of the machine now. space is garbage but space, space is garbage <laughs> but yeah that ed louder who's pretty i know great. i know and what they, a waste. they have that they have that awesome nasa set and you're you're dealing with nasa stuff like i i still maintain that the concept for that episode the, the nasa conspiracy is pretty cool sure um, it just doesn't even, feel like an x-files episode no. right that's that's kind of like this here too although it feels more, like this but but yeah I don't know, man. I'm going through them, and there's only a couple that I'm like, eh. Now, I do remember... Shape's pretty bad, but it does have your people. It's true. It's pretty bad, but it does have me and um, Elizabeth Warren's people in it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, hey, that old hack. Yeah, I don't like remember it. Roland. Really? Yeah. I'm, I'm only oh. reading the thing, though. Oh, I okay. do. Never mind. I do. I do. I do. Yeah. Because this guy, um, um, Zelko of Ivanic, this actor, he's pretty cool. He, um, he plays that like really badass, scary vampire in like the first season or two of True Blood. Oh, really? Yeah. And then Erlenmeyer Flask, of course, I remember. I don't remember, uh, the actor standing out to me from any other role, but I, I do remember liking the episode quite a bit. Yeah. So, yeah, looking forward to chat. Roland, rolling, rolling, rolling. All right, man. Well, final thoughts. It's just not good. Not good. Not good. Don't like it. Yeah, not good. But we are uh, hot on the trails of wrapping up season one. Hell yeah! And we'll come back next week, dude. Yep, back to back on this one. We're gonna be uh, perk free. We're gonna have fucking computers set up. It's gonna be a. It's gonna be a real (laughs) professional move. Not gonna be an hour late. (laughs) Yeah. Not going to have to get woken up by people banging on my window. Yeah. Gonna... I had to send fucking friends and wellness checks on you, you goddamn bastard. Yeah, no big deal. No big deal. <laughs> and uh, I, I think we mentioned it before, but um, I got to work out the details um, with you specifically. But we have a little uh, little season one trivia thing. Yeah. Are you gonna, uh, who are you going to run that for? In. Like you're going to have listener? Like, well, oh, yeah. we don't have to talk about it right now. Well, yeah, it's going to be for listeners, and uh, we can talk more about it, but I, th- what I'm picturing is uh, actually dropping a little mini-sode where we kind of do an announcement of it and post the questions, and then obviously we'll have a, a way to um, 
reference the questions written, but um, I am it. picturing it dropping in the feed and having a little uh, little prize, a little prize out there for you guys to to go after, which I think will be pretty cool. I like it. Yeah, and I think a separate app is good because what you what happens because it's not radio, <laughs> it's not you know what I mean. It stays out there forever, so we can pull it down eventually. So someone's like like next year, like oh, I have the answers. Like, oh, hey, yeah. you fucking yeah. idiot! It's a podcast. Yeah, we'll do a pretty, pretty, uh, pretty short turnaround, a couple weeks or something I'm like that, into to, it. <clears throat> to fire it out. All but, right, yeah. Look have... forward to rolling. Wash the taste out of this fucking this this thing out of my mouth. Born again. Yeah. And uh, let's move on. I'm worth an upwards, my friend. Yes, sir. All right, I'm gonna go take my dog out. Uh, tell these good people goodbye, Josh. Catch you next week. All right, take it easy, Josh. Glad you're not dead. <laughs> <laughs>